0: respiratory virus threats, nerve tag has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious. Assume you might be infectious. And that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I I must level with you, level with the the British public. Um, More families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time your colleague on stage John Edmonds has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary infant infectivity of this new strain yeah, I, I agree with that I mean this is a horrible moment for sure Just say I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus I mean it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people
1: Vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood! Never! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers!
2: I, I, I. Welcome, 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 everyone! It's another uh, Giga Spiral stream. So uh, you can get your excuse from class for this one. If it's going to bore you to death, it's uh, but it needs responding to. So I've, ah, I've dragged Shogun Rikasu in. I'm sure you he might want to be doing other things. I know he's got other things to do right now, but uh, let me let me bring him in, and uh, we we shall begin. But um, are you there, sir? To, so ah, I can hear myself. I've dragged Shogun Rikisu in. I'm sure he might want to be doing. I can hear myself, dude. Right now, but uh, um... let me bring him in and uh, we we shall begin. But um, are you there,
3: sir? Yes, I am.
2: All right. Ah, let's... Can hear myself. I can still hear yeah. myself. Let's just give it a few yeah, seconds to calm it, down. I can hear myself, dude. Uh, yeah. is that something yeah. my end? No, it's... Oh, cool. it
3: might be... A, it might be my hold on. You got it's a, a
2: window out, open? But... Are you there, sir?
3: Yeah. What are you
2: saying? All right, let's... Oh, lab, it. there it is. Let's no, just... Kill that bitch. In a few yeah. seconds. Found it. <clears throat> all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. So... Uh, over the last day and a half... Well, we were... We were... Sheltered in for, um... What we thought was going to be a bit more of a storm than most people are comfortable with, I guess. Um, and during that time, we were able to um, immerse ourselves in in more more psychosis, more fulminating, spreading psychosis, and um, there are some rather how shall we say passive aggressive swipes uh taken at uh you and myself um that
3: well, i mean i'm more i'm more uh entertained by the divorce the current divorce that's taking place between um giga stupid and mark and george webb but you know
2: yeah that shit's hilarious dude <laughs> Um, to watch it sort of unfurl in like real time look man um, I have no love for control right Um, anyone who goes around selling vitamins claiming they're a doctor etc is a ripe target as far as I'm concerned with respect to um, I'll do anything and everything to um, try and pull them down now Mark, on the other hand, is someone who I appreciate dearly. A lot of the things that I'm going to say in this stream, I don't say lightly, and I'm not unconscious of the um, trauma that may follow, but um, (coughs) Kiri's been on a spiral for a long time, and uh, we've got the paperwork and the receipts to show what a backstabbing shit he is so um i wouldn't piss on him if he was burning in hell we say down my way so um there's no love lost there um for me either um but i don't know where you want to dip in i mean there's there's so much crazy you know what i want to do dude before before we dip into the crazy I want to just do a couple of um relevant items just to, just to maybe frame today's discussion I think it'll help um if you will indulge me somewhat you've seen oh, absolutely. I, I, I've showed uh, you the the intel as it were and um let me share screen I will enable the <laughs> sound and Share, and yeah, I need to go here. But of course, remind everyone, uh, housekeeping, uh for all your uh, information needs, and uh, hit that blue button. Feed the coon, feed the marine, uh, anything accepted, uh, I take it all, even those food stamps. All right, the first one is this. Now, um, <laughs> there's a reason that myself and you talk so avidly about biological warfare it has consequences and um whatever you may think about the impact of sars um when you see this type of saber rattling um that very specifically mentions what we've been Proposing, which is that Sarscov two has all the fingerprints of a biological warfare agent, ticks off many of the boxes, and it um, it it hasn't got gotten better with time. You know, well, what were suspicions of lab origins to begin with has looked like a highly orchestrated, we know, military operation now, and the Ruskies are not happy. And I'll play the clip, and then you can chime in. Um, I've got some questions for you.
0: Okay. So
2: just for those that are not watching and just listening, this is the Russian head of their C-Band equivalent, right? That's what we're looking at. Yep. Um, He's basically stating, just as we have evidence for in 2019, the USA starting a pandemic is the translation in this sentence by looking for mutated viruses. (inaudible) We do not exclude the possibility of the USA using so-called defense technologies. In an offensive capacity, as well as in pursuit of the
0: goal <laughs> of
2: imposing global control by creating biological crises. Never. <laughs> well, um, maybe not the United States per se, but certainly vested artists that use the United States I would sit with right now I think that's a fair assumption but just answer me this if the US equivalent was standing on stage in a internationally televised statement and he had he said the same to about China what specifically what would be the drill where you were stationed or a part of and how seriously should people be taking this shit
3: uh well so the the american equivalent of this would uh, would be an army seabird i believe it's a major general uh, so the same i guess kind of rank as this guy <clears throat> Sorry, I just smoked a cigar, so <laughs> my sw- voice will be a little different. Swallow
2: it down. Yeah.
3: Savannah so... Marine, come on. Hey, <laughs> I, I also ate a steak just before that. So <laughs> I cooked a good steak.
2: Lucky look, look you, I had lentils, so
3: Oh actually that doesn't sound too terrible, but um... oh, that's
2: bad. I'm feeling too good today, dude. I'm just wondering if I've got the uh the right. Wrong... Uh oh.
3: Um, Well, I just wonder if if I've got whatever you got because I was at your house for the last couple of days. Well, I'm I'm hoping
2: um, you've you've picked it up and had it. And if any response I'm having is like the, you know, if the data is right, that family members can sort of spread immunity. (laughs) So if if I've got anything, I hope it's going to be light. It feels somewhat light at the moment. And I took all appropriate measures, so...
3: Well, so anyway, um, yes, I mean, you you and I might... Be, well, <sighs> according to J.J. Uh, Cooey, this is irrelevant because there is no biological warfare mm. it, because they can't do anything except um, release infectious clones. Now, this statement by this... by the... This Russian seaburn head. Now, seaburn, uh, for those just kind of as a reminder, that was my job in the Marine Corps, and it stands for chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear defense. And in this case, um, this guy is accusing basically accusing the US of planning to. Basically, do a repeat of what was done in late 2019. Now we don't know who released, who made the SARS-CoV-2, and we don't exactly know who released it. Um, obviously, my argument has been in my Watchmaker document that that they that whoever released it, uh, the West responded to that by completely ignoring everything they do, using it as to gain control or to gain more control of their societies, which is exactly what uh, this Russian, uh, this Russian general is claiming. Now I don't know what in Intel that he's talking about, but he, he appears, they appear to be saying that the U S
2: they're very much focused on whomever that. is
3: going to do something again,
2: they're, yeah. So they're very much focused on um findings from Ukraine. Um, they've put a lot of effort into tracking back those networks, back through DITRA, back through DOD, which basically ends at the foot of the Patriot Act, I guess. And um, he's, he's not. Doing shit for the cameras, like I remember Colin Powell doing and mm. waving theatrical props.
3: Yeah, holding up the little mm. uh, vial of anthrax, I believe it was. No, he's not. Now, what, what we've been able to ascertain, <clears throat> now, it, it's been proven and it's been admitted that the U.S. was maintaining... These biological, biodefensive laboratories in Ukraine, just like they have done in Georgia. Those two particular former Soviet republics of Russia um, were used, the US came in and demilitarized what had been biological weapons laboratories in several former Soviet socialist republics, maybe even in Kazakhstan, but the two main countries that have caused a lot of ruckus have been Georgia and the Ukraine. And uh, the, the question is, okay, why would the US have biological weapons laboratories in Ukraine right on the border with Russia? And the most... Um, likely answer is that they wanted to um, test certain agents on a Slavic population that represented uh, Russian ethnic the Russian ethnic group in general and we know that, that there's been research done in these areas and obviously the US has made these, has, has said, okay, well, all we're doing is just um, a defensive research, but the types of research that has been exposed that they've been doing has been on biological agents that have been tested. Most of them have been tested for 50 or 60 years so it one we already know enough about the viruses or the the agents themselves there's there's a whole slew of different agents that have been worked on at these labs so the only real reason like that I that I can even think of for why they would be continuing to test Crimean-Congo hemorrhagic fever for instance um, would be to test it on, would be to look at, at its relationship to a genetic population, because we already know everything, or not everything, we already know a lot about these viruses, and we could be doing that research at any other laboratories that aren't on the border well, with Russia.
2: Well, port and down now. <laughs> uh, well, my, be, right, port down. Brothers of... <laughs> <laughs> and sisters, get ready
3: right the bottom line is that it's, it's completely unnecessary and so it it's fair it's fair for the russians to be questioning this because um i mean w- unless the us comes like comes out with an actual justification which i which they're not doing um the obvious logical conclusion to make is that they wanted to be working in Ukraine specifically. And if they're wanting to work in Ukraine specifically, then it would seem to have something more to do with um, having the fig, access The fig leaf to of defensive population.
2: just doesn't quite cover the...
3: Right. I mean, what they're... Russia is coming out and making this claim. And now, once again, we don't know who made... SARS-CoV-2. We do know now, by now, that it was engineered, despite all the protestations from all the scientists for several years, and it does show some signs of, of being tweaked, or or, or it it shows there's certain ethnicities that are more or less susceptible to the virus, and this is ex- exactly the kind of work that you would be doing in in these labs and so basically the burden of proof kind of rests on the united states or the west in general to prove that there's some logical and non-offensive reason for what all these activities that they've been doing and i can't see there might be one but it doesn't look good
2: no, it doesn't. I'm trying to find that article you sent me um for well, the latest with respect to genetic susceptibilities. I've got so much stuff that um, because of fucking giga spiral i'm just not <laughs> I'm not getting what, to i know if I, I remember, it.
3: if I remember correctly, are you talking about the one that was specifically talking about cardio. Um, may, may
2: have been. Uh,
3: my side. I'm trying yeah, to remember. There's been so much that we've looked at recently. So.
2: Oh, you know what? As I as I was scrolling through there, um, <laughs> this came up as well, which I think feeds into um, concerns people should have right now. Now I don't know. Um, you know Senator Johnson better than I do. Um, not, I do.
3: I've spoken uh, to him.
2: Yes. Now, um, this is what he's saying um a couple of days
1: ago it's it's just extraordinary to me that uh you know the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly why couldn't the american people know that you know there were other alternatives to treat COVID? why why can't the american people know that there were side effects with the vaccine (laughs) this is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2000.
2: An elite group of people. Hmm. Well, I'm not not shy in telling (laughs) the public who I think that elite group of people might be. Um, I don't think they're as uniform as some would like them to be. But um, please, Senator Johnson, tell us more. We're all ears.
1: 2019 prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah, you know, th- this is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately, there, there are very few people even in Congress that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. The uh, you know, so, so many people just yeah. simply don't want to admit they were wrong and they're gonna do everything right. they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're, well, we're up against people. a very powerful group of people here, at Maria. But you know, fortunately you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself, like John Solomon, other people that have the, the courage to report the truth against the mainstream media and against the narrative. But that's the only way this is gonna be solved is we need the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth to be exposed to the truth, to pull their heads out of the sand, quite honestly, open up their eyes and understand what is happening in this country. We are going down a very dangerous path, but it's a path. Um,
2: just as a tip here for Senator Johnson, uh, he can borrow my copy of Two Hundred Years Together. He'll find it riveting reading. I know he will.
1: It's <laughs> uh, being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control over our lives. And that's what they're doing bit by bit. They do it by increasing mass, you know, massive government spending, increase the size of government, uh, over of the WHO, these amendments that are coming up uh, that are going to be voted on in 2024 and the WHO are frightening and they, they really risk taking away all of our sovereignty. Uh, people have to up, awake, awaken to the dangers of the moment.
2: Now, oh shit, Yep, I didn't mean to do that. Now I pulled that paper real quick. Now, um, you know, you could argue at the beginning of the pandemic that um, allusions to being able to come up with a race selective weapon was um, it's all computation. Um, If you're kui, you don't think that there is the capacity or understanding. capable of doing such a thing and i'm not going to go i'll put the paper in the chat but um let me just read and this is a new paper shout out okay well
3: well, i do want just real quickly Mm -hmm. so what senator johnson just said um um and i don't want I'm i'm not i'm not going to Wait d- a finger. yet <laughs> uh, Well, I'm, I'm not going to say what what um it, the specifics of w- what I talked to him about, but this is very what what he's saying now is very much um in keeping with what he's been thinking, and he's been on the forefront trying to fight against what he what he sees, and what I think we agree is the real problem and and this paper that you're about to uh it was actually uh christy Grace Yeah, i was, was going
2: to shout her out. With, um
3: yeah i was going to give her a shout out because she found this and it was just published and uh well I'll, I'll let you introduce it
2: all right so we're not we're not going to dive into the paper because it's uh, genomics GWAS study they're very cryptic and we can get all we need from the um, abstract. And so, look, anything we're saying here is not now being part of the public debate. And again, tip of the hat to RFK Jr. Um, did brilliantly with Tucker Carlson, I want to say, for... Yes, he did. Um he described every issue eloquently and succinctly and in in a manner that, you know, I, I, I would expect, you know, that's what I want from, for someone that I was going to cast my precious vote for if I was able to vote in the U.S. elections. Um, I haven't seen anything like that from any of the other candidates. It's shocking that no. he's still, they're, they're denying him secret service protection
3: <laughs> i don't know that i mean that that was stunning to me. i mean if if you're if you're president biden to me the optics of 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 doing that are so bad mm. like i it, it's hard for me to imagine how they could possibly justify that has never happened before mm. and it's so bad yeah Banana
2: Republic, like I told you the other day. I
3: mean, it is a Banana Republic. I mean, you're talking about a man who's running for president, whose father was assassinated, probably by the CIA, while he was running in the Democratic primaries and winning in the Democratic primary in 1968. And so his son, whom I, I... you know I worked for for six months last year um is now running
2: till Kerry stabbed you in the back but...
3: and yeah, yeah and two, so his father and his uncle were both were both murdered. They were both assassinated. and the Biden administration um, has refused secret service protection for him thus far i it, I can't even.
2: It's mean, uh, impossible to fathom, right? If we'd if, if hear that not... from uh, uh, Chad or whatever uh, <laughs> other, other sub Saharan um, shithole that uh, you I mean, would hear I mean, on the news, right?
3: Uh, I mean, it, well, the fact that in Congress, when he was testifying, they tried to censor him in Congress oof. in a hearing that was about it's censorship. censorship. <laughs> Like, so they he i I believe that he is their greatest enemy. Mm. I, I think that's what they see. I think that they are more scared of him than they are of Trump mm. than they are of DeSantis or anyone else. I think they're terrified and and he is the number one threat mm. to the Biden administration. Which is why well, not just the
2: Biden administration. It's or the, the Democrats it, in general. It's the infrastructure that birthed um, these horrors that we've been seeing in the last. Right.
3: I, I mean, know. because once again, ultimately, it was U.S. technology that was used to create this virus, even if it wasn't the U.S. Mm. that created it,
4: mm.
3: and. RFK wants to hold people accountable, and he's willing to to hold people accountable even in the United States, if the, for whatever ties or wh- whatever we discover as we go through this. And obviously, you and I um, are likely to to actually testify about these things. That like that's the plan. I mean, <laughs> we yeah, <laughs> People, uh, don't get your
2: hopes up um you know well s- but the systems might is, be too broken
3: uh, uh, well i'm saying that i'm saying that simply because um you and i are well placed um to speak on these issues for a whole variety well, qualified of reasons, and we're willing to do it under oath mm. so um
2: iron horsey we- says the kennedys are no angels yeah you know what um yeah, since no sins, sins of my father and all that um he's saying um look motherfuckers you've got the general of the russian sea burn, literally <laughs> again accusing the u.s and russia paid a heavy price when sars rolled out um yeah they, their people
3: their people were hit were hit hard
2: yeah and um look I, I, again i don't want to live in russia man um I don't I'm quite happy where I am and how things were and all that malarkey. um but the well the Russians have looking at this if I if I was to take RFK's words which I believe were his uncle's um that you have to look at how the how your adversary sees things in these instances
3: that's right he said and, that before.
2: and We've got what look well, Russians aren't stupid. They can see the weapons pouring in. They can see the, I don't want to call it statecraft that has taken place. And the, um, well.
3: Well, it is statecraft. Hmm. It's absolutely statecraft.
2: Um, Not very good one.
3: <laughs> so, well, I think people, what people need to understand is that, um, I try very hard to remain independent of all of these things. So, yes, I worked, you know, RFK Jr. personally called me and asked me to, to, to work for him, and I did. And, but that doesn't mean that, that, I mean, I'm not working for him now. Um, and, you know, there's been people from both sides, and from people from different campaigns and um, amongst the Republicans that have indirectly um, contacted me. Um, Obviously I spoke with Ron Johnson, who's a Republican. Um, So when we, when we talk about RFK Jr., we understand his past I mean, I think uh, uh, Kevin has, you know, he's had John Briston on. But we're not looking at this with um, with Rose rose-colored colored glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we understand that that this is complicated, but what we're saying is that right now, based on the action, the actual actions and words that we're hearing, RFK Jr. is saying the things that need to be said.
2: He's brought stuff into public discussion that um, I never thought, I didn't think we'd get to that point. And now here we are. Um, I mean, the news cycle moves on and uh, everyone's already forgot about it. But um, let me. Well, he's
3: still being like, they will not talk about him Mm. on the mainstream media. Mm. If they do, all they do is say he's anti vax, he's a conspiracy theorist, and that's it they will not cover anything that he's saying like in the congressional hearings his own party tried to to burn him as anti-semitic etc and it was republicans who were defending him and saying and actually allowing him to speak i mean it it's it's
2: well, I, I had a, I yeah, a, it's a stunning statistic which, which blew my mind in that Tucker Carlson interview. Uh, I don't know if you can speak to this or not, but um, apparently 70% of the wealth now of the U.S. cumulative wealth is associated with essentially registered Democrats and 30% with Republicans. Interesting. That seems an extraordinary differential to me. Um, well,
3: I mean, it kind of makes sense when you think about the demographics, uh, where Democrats typically cluster in cities. Those cities have a higher cost of living, and really, what we're talking about is Silicon Valley and New York mm. and Washington D.C. Yeah, that, that bank it's... got
2: bailed out quick, right? <laughs>
3: yeah. So all three of those nodes are central to this, to this Democratic machine but really it's silicon valley because silicon valley is where the innovation is it's where the um all the money is and that's the deep state is is deeply integrated into that mm. and silicon valley is overwhelming like 95 percent of their funding uh, of their donations go to democrats so that's the reason why you see you see this disparity it's being fueled by silicon valley mm.
2: and, and look man I'd, i i would have put the Warhawk, hawk mantle firmly round um from my primitive backward <laughs> understanding round that round the republican neck you know i i sort of associate that with uh, the bush family and um Right, and in, in the early two thousands,
3: that's exactly what—that's exactly where it was. But what we're learning and we're seeing is that, is that the neocons are really are really more of a of a deep state um, apparatus, and they'll use whomever they can. And there's there's people in both parties, but right now, what we're seeing is is mostly. The Democratic Party being hijacked by the deep state, um, and you and you can see it clearly with RFK Jr. because RFK Jr. is a Democrat. Most of the things he believes are democratic values, and, and it's his own party that is censoring him, um, because they because of the threat that he poses. So yeah it's a marriage of the deep state and the democratic party and are the republicans that much better i mean ron if you listen to ron johnson you would say no but they're but they're better enough
2: <laughs> right
3: <laughs> at this point they're they're by far the better the better
2: uh which which are, which of the two turds RF- do you want to step in
3: <laughs> yeah i mean but but rfk as a, as a democrat is is the only presidential candidate who's well he's the best i i would say desantis is pretty good, but r f k jr is the best presidential candidate when it comes to the defining issue of our time,
2: mm.
3: which is the covid pandemic and the response to it
2: right and look listen spells you you're getting dragged further and further into a war that and yeah we didn't even touch on that part um Maybe we'll get to fucking Giga Spiral. Yeah,
3: I mean, I mean, there's so much.
2: But I mean, just just about it. the military type response. If the US equivalent had stood up, and like I say, the only the only cl- close approximation I can think of is just them turning around and saying, "China, <laughs> you did 2019." And what does that say? Well, when I say, what would it spin up? I mean, it all got spent in Ukraine, but. Um... <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I see, I see lots of lots of scope for fuck up here, man.
3: Uh, well, so so what's interesting is that, <clears throat> um, I mean, the the overarching um, theme of this stream was actually um it's meant to be okay we're discussing this this divorce of of different people in the resistance mm. and also this continued um spiral in the wrong direction from from jc man when you don't get the science
2: and, right um and you start thinking in absolutes um you, you're going to miss The target, right? And
3: well, you're he's stooping to the same level as the people that were fighting. Because what was it that the zoonosis supporters were doing? They were trying to um, support a narrative and they weren't allowing dissenting opinions. And that's exactly what's been happening with JC. He refuses to debate us, and we're on the same side. Like, extensively we're supposed to be we're fighting the same enemy but he's not allowing he the debate he he's prop he's trying to prop up a narrative and he's doing everything that he can to prop up that narrative and he keeps losing people because they're questioning it and then um and then he just won't talk to him so has he talked to walter chestnut no has he talked to me no, has he talked to you? No, has he talked to even Jessica Rose or like? There's so many people that he's now moving away from because they dare to ask questions about his hypothesis, and he, all that's left is is basically Panda at mm. at this point. Panda and Dennis Rancourt, and he's leaning on those, but even Dennis Rancourt is not. He, is like once again he's trying jc is trying to sustain this narrative and it's it's causing and he's attacking people on our own side in order to protect his narrative while not allowing debate i mean that's basically that's basically what's happening and it's continuing and it's it's led to what we now see
2: and so, you know, part of what uh, they were discussing in that fulminant psychosis stream, fulminant just means obvious. You have a fulminating boil, fulminating infection, fulminating psychosis. Um, and there, there, were, there were very clear statements that at the end that uh, exposure to one um, coronavirus imbues immunity to all Coronaviruses um, through T cell immunity. But the other basically is that um, you're, um, it's, we don't have, it's not possible to develop something like a race based bio warfare agent, and which is precisely what we're positing. And we're positing a very specific mechanism immune dysregulation leading to multiple systemic invasion including the nervous system leading to long-term incapacitation and death we can point to all the literature which shows and supports every one of our um thousands yes (laughs) and um, thousands
3: of papers are now coming out and of course all of them are pointing in this direction
2: yes and this is a recent one so let's let's just read this and we'll sort of maybe that can close the race-based thing for a, a few a few hours before they spiral again. So, humans display substantial inter- individual clinical variability after SARS-CoV-2 infection. This we know. The genetic and immunological basis of which has begun to be deciphered. However, the extent and drivers of population differences in immune responses to SARS-CoV-2 remain unclear. And this is the thing, you know, The we can... Define populations by haplogroups and it may get a bit fuzzy around the edges but there are distinct genetic markers that will um highlight your origin right and they can nail that down you know if they find a fresh bit of tissue they can figure out pretty close to where you've come from at least geographically um So here we report single-cell RNA sequencing data for peripheral blood mononuclear cells from 222 healthy donors of diverse ancestries. So, importantly, these are immune cells that they're testing with. Again, think about what we've been talking about, which is the ability to cause immune dysregulation. The immune system does not work like fucking a cartoon clockwork operation like who presents it and there are multiple subtleties involved that we barely barely understand and you know it, it it presumes um everyone being in the finest optimal evolutionary health which um at a population level doesn't doesn't happen we show that sars-cov-2 induces... um, oh i just wanted to say that
3: um what one of the things that he argues, JC is intelligent and he's, and in the past, he's done a good job of the, of talking about um, the immune immunology, especially associated with the jabs, but he's basically divorcing the jabs from um, the virus. And
2: um, without any a, experimentation, spray, any bench experience, nothing has decided that he understands the viral life cycle and the uh, right, immune right. response to it and... And,
3: and and it's insane because he he was very detailed and very thorough in his prior work and now he's ignoring all, all of the things that are coming out like this paper right here so uh
2: one, two, three. A.B. Chang says, what about Epsteinization of the political network, not on the table anymore? Um, I would just make this assumption. All of it's Epsteinized. We know this, right? And so um, in knowing this, it's the minefield that we're in. What's your next step going to be with the very, very, very real possibility that you're going to be trying to crawl back into a half-burned-up, armored vehicle should <laughs> things keep going on the current trajectory that they are um with your foot blown off um there is uh there's plenty to it i i, I speak about it all the time um if you uh, indulge me and allow me to not speak about that particular issue this evening um i would be grateful um but uh let me yeah, did continue. you did you want to carry on with anything with respect to no
3: no i just i wanted to point out that uh, as as you're reading this this is the type of research that he's not including in his analysis he's completely ignoring it hmm. even though this is uh, this should be in his wheelhouse because he's talking about immunology and so the fact that he is ignoring this um is telling and I, I just wanted people to have that frame i wanted to have have that framework as you read because I think it's important to point out that 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 he's that he specifically is ignoring this
2: and I would just add that um scientific proclamation look I love mark i really do um and um, his scientific claims based off kui research aren't representative of what he's capable of achieving um he should be he should be wiser um i agree and um perhaps perhaps taking a little bit more look man i know that experts <laughs> are a big problem right now but there are some experts who are trying to paint with the nuance required to essentially if we've tripped the bio warfare cascade whatever and all that that entails it doesn't um, and we're far far down the series of events that get triggered in that type of scenario you need to be you need to be nailed on dead accurate. Right, so they show that SARS-CoV-2 induces weaker but more heterogeneous interferon-stimulated gene activity compared with influenza A virus, with acting differently to influenza. They are not the same. And a unique pro-inflammatory signature in myeloid cells. Transcriptional responses to viruses display marked population differences primarily driven by changes in cell abundance, including increased lymphoid differentiation associated with latent cytomegalovirus infection. So this is a critical point. Um, So one of the signatures that we're seeing, and this seems to be a common feature of the long-hauled incapacitated state, that latent viral infection gets triggered for whatever reason and for the layman listening consider it immune dysregulation that that there are epitopes peptide sequences which can basically throw sand in the gears and there is as they're saying population differences in how you respond to the particular um, irritant I guess Expression quantitative trait loci and mediation analysis reveal a broad effect of cell composition on population disparities in immune responses, with genetic variants exerting a strong effect on specific loci. Furthermore, we show that natural selection has increased population differences in immune responses, basically telling you that those racial differences that you see which that they're, they're trying to gaslight you that they don't exist, right? They they're real, and their their immune posture is different depending on the ecological niche in which they evolved. That's what that sentence means. You can't you can't dismiss these biological realities, and when thinking about how these weapons would be deployed well of course and, and this is something rfk was very eloquent about um it would only be deployed if you thought you had the countermeasure right mm. and developing the countermeasure lowers the threshold at which you think you would use it now
3: that's exactly
2: right do i think do i think the lipid nanoparticle was the <laughs> the way out no but i'm no i'm definitely the fact they won't talk about the fusion peptide inhibitors and draco has gone missing makes right. me think
3: yeah the fact something. that there's several different it's not it's not just fusion inhibitors or draco there's several different things that have just disappeared and it's the uh, when you couple that with the attacks on vitamin d hydroxychloroquine ivermectin etc mm. uh, etc cetera, et cetera, that's what you you see. That's what's really disturbing about the response is that we knew that those things worked. We knew that hydroxychloroquine was known to work against SARS. So it was natural that they would use it and test it in the early cases. And in China, they were showing that there was efficacy. Mm. And the fact that all that was then suppressed, that, that that is i mean those are crimes against humanity even if we didn't make the virus and ignoring the ignore so you can't just say oh well i i identify as a different race or i, I identify as you know i'm protected by this that's not the way this works if biological race is a fact then you have to you have to confront that, in fact, and instead they're atta- they're attacking biological. They're attacking biological sex.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how fucking no, and, insane it's got.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's how insane it is. And here we are, and we're talking about there's genetic variation in different susceptibility to these different immune dysregulation factors, and that's what that's what they. So they know about these things. They've known about these things. That's why they spent billions on to to track all the HIV variants and so that they could learn about the different epitopes and they've been testing those different epitopes for decades. Mm -hmm. So for someone to say, oh, well, well, this doesn't really matter because they can't create a virus that can spread. Um, Once again, what's more likely that they figured out how to that they figured out how to make a virus highly contagious or there's an even bigger conspiracy that was involved in releasing all of these agents and then faking millions of sequences and then like everything else that would have to take place in order for this to be theater Mm. or there's just a virus they created the virus it can actually spread and then they jabbed everybody with the spike protein without making any changes. Like
2: now look, the latter
3: is incredibly more simple and elegant than, than that. Everything was a theater. I mean, it's
2: just that there was no, no pathology. It was all iatrogenic death. And, um, it's
3: not all like there was, there was some, there was a lot, Mm. but it's not all.
2: Mm. And by by being so insistent on one hypothesis, this is this is always the case, classic case of why any paradigm falls. You get people being insistent on it, and when something doesn't fit, they can't they can't adapt beyond. Um, well, what are, what a. Jay and Mark trying to achieve so a lot of what they were pointing to was um, were there people trying to um, fulminate in this instance um, a panic response and what they see or what they're implying is that Paul Cottrell PhD not medical doctor um, a PhD in finance. Um, was insider trading with some someone feeding him information and um the including things like Remdesivir. He was uh, they were talking about some stream that he'd done with uh, an anonymous caller from Taiwan, I think, saying that Remdesivir works. Now, Chinese data speaks differently to that as we come back um a little bit wiser but um if you were if you were to take mark's view um rem Demzivir is singularly lethal in in its administration and that means well a lot of things f- fall out and shake out from that which is that there would that there should be an associated safety signal with its use. The more you use it, the more you'll see the safety signal. And the you know I'm, I was looking through the literature, and that was just a lancet review actually from the last few months. And look, I'm not saying Remdesivir is safe. In fact, I'm very fucking suspicious of anything that's being touted that amp- or, or helps corporations. In this particular instance but i don't think the safety signal is there um this was a lancet um, meta study and wow. um looking at um placebo controlled double blind studies now, either they were all lying across multiple countries and Rem Remdesivir and the corporation behind it were able to get in and um, spoof those results. Maybe, maybe um, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Um, or there are other factors involved in the death of some of the people who are looking at remdemsevir as being causal to the death of a loved one or the injury of a loved one and uh, Defter says they're trying to siphon the no virus audience from Cowan and Bailey's yes yes uh, for sure they're trying to play to that Um, and in doing so they, um, well Jay should know better but um, they're not, um, he's not conducting the science properly and um i would i would expect better but the um mark mark is making a, a very very strong case and i think this is tied to the loss of his son i i would i don't think i ever want to go through that i want to make sure I pop my clogs before I I see the death of my child, for sure. I don't know how I would uh, cope with that. Um, But in his grief, um, Mark is saying insistently, and I think we'll see this as we play sections from the stream that he does, which is that COVID protocols killed his son. And look, as far as I've been able to ascertain, Mark's son, Kieran, died from fentanyl, fentanyl overdose. And he was someone who gets taken out that quickly with an agent of chemical warfare. I've been saying this for more than three years now. Um, Their breathing shuts down. Um, you will get intubated if there's something approximating a heartbeat, and maybe the chance of resuscitation. But they are going to put you on a ventilator and try and um, save you in that respect. Um,
3: well, I mean, they, they have, they have. Um, I forget what it's called now, um, like the auto injector.
2: Mm.
3: Is it Narcan or Narcan? Um, yeah, yeah. So, so they have measures to fight that um but the problem is that they're they're in in order to fit okay so first i want to start this by saying by reminding people that the maid of honor from my wedding oh that doesn't
2: count that that got dismissed dude right Um... that got dismissed Yeah, But
3: but that's real. And she died on a ventilator. She was given remdesivir. She died. When she died, she had been she was put on dialysis while during the week that she was on a ventilator. Now, why? Why were her kidneys shutting down? Could have been the virus. Could have been remdesivir. We won't know, but it was a cocktail of of all the wrong things. And and so what killed her? We, we can't say exactly what killed her. I think it was a combination of all those things that killed her. So w- when I sit here um, and I, re- I mean, I was so furious. I mean, I was, I had to console my wife and I was furious. And we drove to DC for the funeral because that's, that's where, because Virginia is where she was living, and that's where she was from, and so it's. I don't. So I I can speak as somebody who who's experienced this loss because because Caitlin was somebody that I knew really well. I I knew her husband. Her husband was in the Navy. They came to our house many times when they were visiting, and so this was this was a person that, you know that was very close to us and she died and she died of these things. So there, there, there can't anyone who tries to, to, to say that I don't care about iatrogenic deaths or remdesivir. It's ridiculous. Of course I do. And I told this to Mark in person a year ago on stream and in person at the CHD conference. Like I do care about the people who died from Remdesivir, and you know what? Maybe, maybe the, the fact that the hospitals were overloaded was a contributing factor that that made it harder for his son to get help. But 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 the reality is is that what JC is doing and what Mark is doing is trying to build um, a premise that fits what they, this hypothesis that they want to push. And it keeps moving further and further from the reality and the evidence. And the more that it, the the further that it gets from reality, the more tension that you're seeing from all of the, all these other scientists on our side, because they're saying, okay, well, the science does not match what you're arguing. And instead of instead of accepting that, they are um, having all these fights with all these people on our side, and they're losing track of the actual point. And the entire point of this was to find the actual people responsible and hold them accountable. And instead, we're go- they're going off on these tangents, and they're they're missing the point. Is Robert Malone part of the problem? Yes. I, I think we all agree with that. Is he hiding things? Is he, are there things he's not saying? Yes. But going after him and trying to tie him to remdesivir is foolish because we have evidence that, that that's not what we should be going after. We have we should be going after his patents for GP120. The fact that he knows all about these vaccines and, he, he, and he, there's other things. There's so much more that's out there that we could be looking at. And instead they're spurging over trying to fit this false premise. And every time it hits up against reality, they're they're basically just losing people on our side because they keep attacking them. They should be attacking the real enemy. And instead they come into it. I mean, they came into our space where we were talking about bioweapons in French, and we're trying to introduce concepts of gain of function and, and etc. to a wider audience. And they they tried to hijack it. So this is this has been a problem, and it's been getting in the way of of us trying to get the, the message out about, about the things that we're finding.
2: And the things that we're finding. Is this, which is, I hadn't finished that abstract. Um,
3: yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it kind of. No, 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 no.
2: But I mean, it's it's it's, it's important. Um, we get as we sift through this, which is it's not it's not comfortable for me to speak about Mark in these terms. Um, but
3: right. I mean, this is this is hard. Okay, because we both respect Mark and his work, and we've we've talked about it. We've had him on stream. Mm. Um you've known him longer than I have. But I mean I've met him in person. I don't think he's a bad person. And I, I I I I feel for him in his grief. But you have to be able to you have to you have to be able to accept that perhaps there's so all, all,
2: all a little vague and familiar says, who knows, in the chat. Can we hear some specifics? I appreciate that Mark, whose tonic, is a nice guy, but what the fuck is he saying that's stupid at the moment? So right now, I'll do a list. Um, the Paul Cottrell, evil genius mastermind that he is, um, helped establish or was a contributor to the uh, panic that um, engulfed New York, which then precipitated uh, global events, I guess you could say. Um, in terms of hospital protocols, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this simple fact of the matter is: is um, those protocols were ready to rock and roll at a administrative level as soon as someone pulled the trigger. The issue is who pulled that trigger, and what did they know, and what didn't they know? Um, secondly. That he's made the statement that we don't, we lack the nuance with respect to our biological understanding to be able to go in and, well, lean into haplogroups with respect to causing um, illness and morbidity. Um, third, nuclear weapons aren't real. <laughs> That's another one, right? Well, um, fourth.
3: Well, fourth, they're attacking, it's not just their own, they're attacking us. We've literally been accused by JC um, on streams where he's pushing these hypotheses of him and, and Mark and others. Uh, Kevin and I have been accused of being part of this, being paid by the deep state to, to support Port this false narrative that gain of function is real and that, um, and so that way, uh, it, it continue, it can well, continue the, the, to be uh, eventually
2: a... what did come, what's going to come out eventually is that the evidence, like the Russians are saying is, hey, <laughs> this looks like lab origin and American military behavior or deep state behavior, is highly suspect in this scenario right now and we've been pre-positioned to lead people to that uh, point and conclusion and um, it's uh, a um, absurd position to be taking and um, again let me finish this abstract for people okay. Furthermore, we show that natural selection has increased population differences in immune responses. Right? As I was saying, different races have different immune responses or dysregulation, Uh, particularly for variants associated with SARS-CoV-2 response in East Asians. That means the Chinese. That would fit with the computational models which identified that they had a lower binding propensity for ACE2. I'm prepared. I looked and saw that there's an ACE2 association with um, myeloid cells. Again, I would have to go digging in the literature to see exactly what that um, interaction is. But once you're you're seeing these fingerprints, okay, and um, they're doing it in a... It's not just computation in this study. They're, they're doing the sequencing and and being able to tell the differences and tell the the evolutionary past of each subject such that they can cluster them together and you know ask Ukrainians what attrition warfare is like it's a numbers game, and this is what you're seeing is a numbers game being played now. Does uh, the Tribe and Paul Cottrell front load bases and load dices and (laughs) what have you when uh, they're playing numbers games? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't mind calling out, but to not be taking into account the step up from computational analysis, which was done pretty early on and pointed out these differences and co-localizing with East Asian is Ashkenazi. Now, it's not mentioned in this article, but I would, I would posit that there's going to be the same overlap. If this is, if this is confirming the earlier computational studies, and again, it can vary by variant, um, there would be some, some signal there, that as you started to step up and bootstrap up from the single cell studies, from the computation to the single cells at a population level, then that will, at an aggregate, have a difference, okay? So pointing out, it's pointing towards the Chinese in this instance, for folks that haven't quite got the uh, meaning of that abstract. Uh, Let's see. And they document the cellular and molecular mechanisms by which Neanderthal introgression has altered immune functions, such as the response of myeloid cells to viruses. Uh, So Neanderthal would essentially be Europoid. Correct. If I'm not mistaken. Finally, co-localization and transcriptome-wide association analysis reveal an overlap between genetic basis of immune responses to SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 severity, providing insights into the factors contributing to current disparities in COVID-19 risk. Now, the simple fact is that, you know, playing with the tool set that's available to us to publish research is falling our way. It's not going the way that Cooey would predict from his. <laughs> all he's done is fucking read papers. It does. It's no substitute for fucking bench experience and field experience. Um, do you not can look. You could say that we're both PhDs of neuroscience. He ain't gonna handle a fucking monkey <laughs> that's kicking and screaming and moving and get recording the way that i can the same way that i wouldn't go in and patch clamp multiple electrodes like he would right you you cannot you cannot compensate for the differences just by reading that's the, that's one of the major things that you learn during your phd and that's that's one of the cutoffs man people start a phd thinking they're really into something and then they just can't do the practical side of the work now looking at this data latest data right which again concords with what we're seeing globally and just as another data point um and i want to thank ormando for sending the link for this but i always already had it ready in jay's mind this graph is impossible correct This is and again i w- I would posit that Japan is the best laboratory that we have, right universal health care, homogeneous population, and a response that's abnormal right, and in this case it's cases of difficult emergency transport, so it's um, it's ambulance calls now. I'm <laughs> Look man, in, in Japan they barely not, they did nothing like the west in terms of SARS response. The schools closed for a month. Everyone wore masks anyway. Everyone still wears masks. That's testament to them not working as uh, as they hoped. Now, the only thing that I could hope that we're seeing here is because the population of Japan is old. Well, you know, still, um, old people are still people and they have um, they have value. Um, but the I know that well, the number
3: is still rising, right? Yeah, and so uh, one thing that once again that I did during the first year of the pandemic was I mostly I wasn't looking at origin I was looking at the data and what you saw was as COVID came through you saw a Oh, hopefully uh, am I being called
2: um right. I mean I can keep speaking I, I can't tell take if the call. you can hear I, I don't hear anything so
3: okay good um so what we saw is is a Think of it as a fire. And when a fire comes through, um, it, it burns out the undergrowth. And the undergrowth is the stuff that's been there for a long time and it is dead wood or it's highly susceptible because of its age. The same is true of a virus that moves through population. When you have what you're going to see is that the the older people in that population that are more susceptible, you're going to see them die. Um, And you're going to see them die due to certain things. And in this case, a virus or something else. But then once that happens, like in the West, when you look at all the all-cause mortality and you look at it by age, you saw that there there was this massive amount of elderly death but then that went down and Japan presents a case where it, it goes against that. Now Japan does have an older population, but they also were more like Sweden in their response. And then, so a lot of those things that we saw in the West, we can't apply to Japan. And what's what's disturbing to me and what looks more like immune dysregulation is the fact that you're seeing these continued waves in Japan, despite the fact that they're highly vaccinated and that they're and that they they wear masks anyway due to the pollution and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, it's not polluted um, here. It's pollen that they wear it for. But well, just, pollen,
3: I mean, pollution. Well, pollen. And actually, you're right. I mean, the air quality index here is is typically.
2: Um, and Korea or China, bro
3: is yeah this isn't Korea or China um but they do they are diligent about wearing masks whenever these waves happen mm. and I've occasionally worn a mask here but typically I don't I got sick but this fl- this data flies in the face of what they're trying to argue because are, are we are we are we sitting here saying that Japan in particular is they're releasing infectious clones in large numbers over and over again, but they're not doing it in the West? I mean, th- well, the, that, that the would be my question. the same numbers are
2: occurring in the West, right? You're getting summer waves right now. And again, the, the appropriate response, in my view, is to look at the gene transfections, which is what they were, as being part of the problem right now because of the epitopes that they would spew out as a consequence now i'm down with the idea that some batches are different to others i've literally seen it and measured it with my own eyes um
3: yeah but what do you know kevin just because you have hands-on experience with with the actual vials like what do you know i mean what this looks like and so, part of the problem is Japan. They're still kind of, kind of tracking this. Um,
2: no, they the stopped. They basically... stopped the uh, really good data aggregation. Right? right.
3: Well, and and the West completely is trying to ignore it now. Mm. And so, but we're seeing, we're still seeing the summer waves, and we know that they're happening. And what this looks like, this looks like population scale immune dysregulation which is what you're seeing in the RSV waves and the flu waves that are happening elsewhere. It's not, it's not because RSV is suddenly more dangerous. It's not because we went a year without um, like, like where some of the stuff was locked down. I mean, that's complete BS. Japan blows all of that, all of those arguments away because they've always worn masks and they didn't have that. So, like literally every argument that they make is blown away just by looking at Japan and Japan is only one example
2: yep 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 and look the the, the advice from your supervisor or your mentors would be that when you have data that doesn't fit you go back to the drawing board okay now <coughs> look is there some merit to saying that there's some cross immunity to coronaviruses maybe but again you, you can look in the medical literature and you can find plenty of examples of reinfection it's full of studies looking at it now and yep. particularly as um omicron emerged now again that by any metric kubis position falls at that point he's got no way to explain that if you know in like i say it's like Thinking that the world is a petri dish and um, the, the infection rate goes up like bacterial growth. That's um, simpleton's way of um, viewing um, complex geography, etc. And everything that we see about SARS CoV 2 has the fingerprint of a weapon in play. Um, again, I would point at Iran as. An indicator of this. This was very early on, and you know, I, I wish I had the stream still up online to go back and um, look through them. But I was pointing at that and saying, "Ah, who is <laughs> this?" Was this was as we um, we had the? I don't think we had the, the genomic data at that point. Right? We, it was. It was still. Was this? Has this come out of the lab? And my contention was, it's. Highly likely that it has, and you should probably pay attention to what's going on. Um, well, we did.
3: So we did have some genomic data from Iran, because what we saw is that the when we started seeing the sequencing coming out of Iran, we saw basically what we saw in Wuhan, which was that the virus was mutating very, very slowly and and so you could see the infection chains but it was it was mutating very very slowly and it was still very close to what had like what was in Wuhan and so um you know JC's argument would be okay well boom right there that's infectious clones okay well but then we also have the sequencing showing it spreading we also have the aerosol studies showing that that people are getting sick. And then they did the sequencing for those and they showed that they, that they were tied to a single source. So we have genomic sequencing from events showing that one person had something and that they infected someone else. Not that all, if there was infectious clones, you would see everybody with the same thing, but you didn't, you saw some mutations going on because it was a chains of infection. So, and that was happening in Iran, it was happening in Wuhan, it was happening in New York city, it was happening in Washington state. So like just by looking at the basic genomics, looking at the phylogenetics of the, as it spread, it was not, you're seeing human to human transmission. so I don't to me like I can't conceptualize oh you could not know that say okay well if we're seeing human to human transmission in the genomics
2: yeah and um, like I say they're on um, very shaky premises right now and like you know, I say, we've looked at data which has tried to address each of the claims. Is remdesivir the um, signifier of death on all these raising counts that we see?
3: Not in Japan, in 2023.
2: Mm. I mean, Japan was the first to be using... Uh, what do you call it? Plasma, uh, recuperated plasma.
3: Uh, yeah, oh, I can't remember the term now, but uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
2: And apparently, I didn't know this till this morning. We <laughs> were one of the first with Remdesivir. Um. Now, again, these are these are potential impacts on on a patient's trajectory for sure for sure absolutely I, and I would be I, right now and under the premise that if what you're dealing with is a, a if it's planned which is what they're saying then they want to maximize the weapons effect you don't you don't throw a grenade and then run back and We'll run after it and try and catch it, <laughs> <laughs> so so you, um, so you want to make sure that it's doing all the things that you are predicting it will do Now, you know what there are certain predictions that we can make from its molecular biology, as we've just seen, um, that there is a racial difference in myeloid cell response. Myeloid cells are an important contributing factor in your immune response. There are... Um,
3: Race is a construct, Kevin. Right.
2: <laughs> now, look, I, w- I would hate for this paper to be used as a, a battering ram to point at the Chinese as being responsible. I'm not saying they're not, um, but at, at the moment a far far more thorough investigation needs to be done and you know what because of um clones they can study to the nth degree now that's right that pathogen right and try it on different cell types and work their way across and um there are there are ways and mechanisms of of investigating it further but the um the presumption that you just did a Giordano, picked a few sentinel cases and cities, and then got Paul Cottrell to um, <laughs> to light okay. the fires, and and nation-state responses, and not just nation-states, alliance responses. We know the Five Eyes countries are very, very different in how they Um, or or they're very similar in how they approached um, this problem. Um, The Chinese had a very, Mm. how should we say authoritarian (laughs) approach. Maybe they knew something that we didn't. Maybe Senator Ron Johnson is right. And there's a, there's a powerful cabal at play that just, I don't know. I, I see them as just sadists and, You know, trapping insects and pulling the legs off insects, as kids uh, want to do, and some adults probably. Um, But the Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, which you have to remind me, which which serial killer? What was he? Uh,
3: Jeffrey Dahmer was. uh, It's not Uncle Ted. A a cannibal. He was a cannibal, (laughs) but he also he would entrap young men and have sex with them and drug will drug them have sex with them and then slowly let them die still have sex with them and even after they were dead um he would ah. he would save portions of them in his freezer to eat oh he no he would save the penises in a jar so that he could later masturbate to them oh and, no yeah. <laughs> If you ever, if you ever listen, there's actually videos of someone who interviewed him, like for for like a news broadcast. Before is he... that
2: the one who carved like the swastika into his forehead? No, no, one?
3: that that that's a different one. He was eventually beaten to death by another um, inmate um, who believed he was Satan. So apparently <laughs> his that's that's like but, he was, dude. But they took a they took a broom handle and uh, and beat him to death, but. So I guess it's kind of a like a, a strange segue, but <clears throat> getting back to this, um, there's another paper that just came out that also kind of causes problems for this for this infectious colon hypothesis. And it actually came from Japan uh, f- from somebody associated kind of with the Paris group uh, Hideki Kakaya.
2: Hideki oh, yes, yes. Mm.
3: And what that paper showed Basically, they did they did analysis, and and what it sh- appears to show is that there were numerous leaks of the original virus from labs who were studying it because you can they found they found irregular uh, sequences that were popping up after they had gone extinct <laughs> and popping up in certain places which seems to be direct evidence of
2: um, labs. uh, uh, Inability to maintain barriers. Um... Correct.
3: So leaking from labs and and we're talking about like the wild type strain or earlier strains getting out and causing infections in the population. um, In the midst of Omicron waves, for instance, (laughs) like Mm. just these, these random, original wild type things. So is that infectious clones? Or is that, or is that a sign that it's a highly infectious virus that can easily contaminate and, uh, and spread? I would say that it's evidence of the latter, not the former.
2: Mm. And the comment in the chat, uh, chat says that graph looks suspiciously like Vanden Bosch hypothesis. Yes yes oh, and that
3: no no it's just infectious clones
2: <clears throat> now there's that
3: um that's correct this is this is further proof a of Bosch's hypothesis and our overall argument with, with like the watchmaker and the immune dysregulation i,
2: I would say oh. this is really the fingerprint of Bosch's um hypothesis that eventually the virus just doesn't come down to baseline. Correct. And so within that, we don't know whether we've now got an emerging Marex type disease scenario. And in this, I don't, I think, I, are, are you
3: referring to the chicken?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Situation?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You may want to explain that just briefly. Ooh,
2: so basically, I mean, it's, it's a, nominal herpes i want to say like virus the chickens have and um, it can be a problem when battery farming chickens and eventually if you start vaccinating essentially it's incumbent upon you to keep vaccinating or your healthy chickens or non-vaccinated chickens will die of the disease yeah now the inverse of that is actually what vandenbosch is saying which is that the non non non-transfected have more chance than the transfected in this particular scenario now right gotta try and remember it's something to do with um he was talking about a particular type of antibody type response i forget the name of it now i'd have to, yeah. I'd have to go back but um, um yeah i,
3: I don't want to like speak too much like i, I know what you're talking about. i don't I, i'm as a non-scientist it's like a generalizable antibody that your yeah.
2: your body relies on um when when the hyper-focused ones that you make to one to one strain have been evaded, and so well, someone in the chat will remember the name of the type of immunity he's on about. It's been it's been a few months actually since I. Well,
3: well, you also have to think about this as being in the general milieu of there's several different uh, bad things happening immune wise. You have this class switching, which yes. is a direct result of the mRNA injections, in which, which is cont- was another further contributing around. to this
2: um recently um yeah yeah so, in so the have, same that it was only in the vaccinated that the class switching was
3: occurring in the mrna specifically in the yeah. mrna vaccinated yeah. that that we're seeing the big uh changes in class switching especially after starting with the second but really after the third is when but but you also have to understand that in in an immune dysregulated state even if you just the overall the overall problem is that when you keep see when your immune system keeps seeing this virus or the vaccine spike um over time that is causing further problems and you're getting to the point where you can't completely stop it anymore and that is a problem in addition to the the viral load issue caused by this that affects the vaccinated and the, the non-vaccinated. Mm. And so all of those things are mixed in with this. It's it's not just uh, Gervendenbosch's theory itself. It's the fact that there's multiple, there's a multifactorial problem here and it's all mixing together into a giant clusterfuck.
2: Mm. Yeah. And going round... Saying T cell has it solved doesn't doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't make these data go away. Correct. Where's the ambulance one? And so, you know, it's. Um, I thought this was just going to be a piss take stream. It turned into quite a serious one for. Um,
3: well, I mean, yeah,
2: I are mean, I mean, deadly we, we serious want, topics, dude we, got... want,
3: we, we want We want to make fun of them, but the truth is is that um the mistakes that they're making or and the directions that they're going have consequences, and those consequences mean that we're we're not educating people to the full reality, mm-hmm. and you can't just bury your head in the sand with these problems. Because yeah. when you do, they're only going to get worse.
2: Well, you're. Well, you stray into this chronic phase, right? And the. Well, it's my. I'll come galloping in on my hobby horse. Is that. I don't know what this seeding of the environment looks like with all this extra amyloid stirring around, right? We, yeah. You know, there was a sort of equilibrium to how it did look and you know there was talk of um you know the geriatric bomb i guess in neuroscience as um we we had a sort of more aging population and you know there were one percent was the number you would get for neurodegenerative disorders of one kind or another and um the problem is is that it just spreads beyond that in well, I would I would say younger, perhaps more healthy cohorts. And I think this is the the issues that we're seeing with um cancer, DNA repair. And um you know there was well, a <laughs> so they were talking about uh the mutations have um, basically, that we shouldn't worry about the nuclear localization signal anymore. I'm like, well, I, hang on a minute. Where's the, Have you done I the studies? Yes, you to should. Sh- <laughs> have you done the studies to show that? Where's Where's that thinking come from? Right. So it's there, and um, the I I would imagine I can't imagine amino acid changes. Removing it completely may may change it, but the, but you have the same issue, which is you've got a large population who are expressing that um, the original spike, and um, we don't know to what extent that's penetrated into organ systems. And well, yeah. it,
3: the other thing is is that the, this can't be HeLa cells,
2: right? Okay. And that's, that, this, that's this is
3: immune cool. dysregulation. This is not. This is not HeLa cells,
2: and that's the, that's the nonsense machine. So, literally, literally the Mossad associated network, the J banger associated network, <laughs> a, a spewing nonsense. It's HeLa cells. Um, that it's all iatrogenic. It's all. Uh, it's it's just theatrics, and please, please stop looking at the molecular biology and the origin of it. You've...
3: The origin origin doesn't matter And you (laughs) want to know who said that? Democrats No shit (laughs) They're They're saying that the origin doesn't matter We need to focus on the future That was literally what they were saying Um, Because We'll probably never know the origin of the virus And We need to focus On other stuff Well actually the origin does matter And because understanding these epitopes was exactly what they were studying prior to this pandemic. And it's not it's not it's the least shocking thing ever that they're trying to distract everyone from these issues. Mm. And the fact that that RFK has taken this up isn't a sign that he's been misled. It's a sign that He's looking at the actual science like he has been doing, like he was doing as an, as an environmental attorney for decades. He's looking at the actual science and seeing the problems, and he's trying to speak about them. And so, and it's the fact that he's reading, the more science he reads, the more he knows that this infectious clone crap is crap. Mm.
2: But because he's the, reading, the, infectious the clones science. is a thing. That's your weapons platform. The the, the right. nonsense the pl- part the is does it does it just burn out after one or two? And I would just, uh, it, it, it...
3: Well, I mean, look at this. Look these now. This is case of difficult emergency trend. So the, these are serious ambulance c- calls in Japan, and they're looking at the ratio to the pre-COVID level. And you're seeing a 591% increase. And that's in September, That or that's in October of 2022. You're seeing 4, 545% increase in January of 2023. 361% in August of 2023. That's not infectious clones.
2: Now, it's just not... Could it could it be? Oh,
3: I'm sorry, I take it back. It's not. It's not non-spreading infectious clones.
2: (laughs) Now, could it could it be the other component of that weapon system? Again,
3: could it be vaccines? Could it could it be falling boosters? I don't know. But the problem is the spike. The problem has always been the spike, and when we when we minimize the importance of the epitopes on the spike and just say, well, it's all, it's only the transfections and that it can't spread, then we're ignoring all of this data. And the problem is, is that the data is saying it's getting worse. Mm. It would be one thing to ignore the data if, okay, well, everything's returning to baseline and we can move on with our lives, but that's not what happened. The ethical skeptic numbers that he's showing is not the, that there was a burnout and that it's over. <laughs> it's showing that things are getting incredibly worse. Sigma, lo- We're talking changes in the, the amount of human deaths. that are several sigma levels above baseline. We're seeing neurodegenerative diseases, exactly what, what you were talking about, which you were afraid of. We're seeing those rises, just like we're seeing rises in the cardio and we're seeing the rises in the cancer. So that does not and, and people are not it's not correlated to the uptake of the boosters. So like
2: Well, I don't in, well, in the neurospace, for sure there's the dry wood burnout and then it it drops precipitously and then as they start vaccine rollouts, it starts going up. And I seem to right. see that with well, virus. I was
3: saying that the booster uptake has been. Collapsing. Oh, it's been
2: it's been collapsing. Yes,
3: yes. And so, but as it collapses in the West, you're not seeing.
2: It could still be that um, vaccine compliance is high in Japan. Could be. Could be. Um, but again, from our perspective, these playing around with this type of. Peptide epitope chemistry is, is down there. Well, it's, it's weapons grade molecular biology. That's what you're dealing with. And look,
3: they put, what they did is they put cluster bomb, like cluster grenades. Think of this as they didn't know. I agree with JC that they're not smart enough to, to, to know everything about all this stuff and be able to, you know, control people's minds remotely and and shit like that. But that's not what they have to do. They just have to take a bunch of epitopes that they think are nasty based upon decades of research and put them all together and throw them at a wall and see what sticks. And that's what it looks like is happening here. It's a complete, it's not that we've mastered all of these epitopes in our understanding. It's that we know enough to put a bunch of dangerous stuff together to try to make something that's as immune dysregulation, dysregulatory as possible.
2: Yep. And the, you know, what's the correct posture to take in that environment, right? So you're in it, you're literally in a minefield right now, but one where essentially a metal detector isn't, Going to help you find Correct. your way out. And I've look, modern mines don't have <laughs> that, minimize metal as much as possible, right? So they don't. Um, well, they don't. yeah.
3: And when you're in a minefield, yes, you can bury your head in the sand, but you're still stuck in the minefield. Mm. And what we need to do is we need to figure that we need to find the mines and disarm them, not stick our hand in the sand.
2: And there's a. Like I say, um, they don't know what they're talking about when they're making the sweeping generalizations that they are. Exposure to one coronavirus imbues immunity to all coronaviruses because of conserved epitopes and the polyprotein. But it's, it's, there's some crossover, yes. But the, you have to think that's in a perfectly functioning... System that's working like we predict it is, right? Again, well, you're just dealing. That's with a models. that's a
3: normal. That's a. This is not a normal virus. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this has epitopes that if it, if you see them again and again and again, it's doing things differently than than you would see because typically you get OC43 or I think it like you know HK2 whatever it is. And you'll have some immunity to that for a few years. But this virus ha- has far more epitopes that are unnatural. They're at- getting added to the milieu, and so you're not getting the same immune response when you see it over and over again.
2: Mm. And we're, we're dealing with something that is nailed on, immunodisregulatory. dysregulatory So, you know, there's... Um dismissal of the nix medical anthropology um there's dismissal of um of the avalanche of and I, I agree you've got to be um you've got to look at data with a very jaundiced eye at the moment but that's why you look to places like japan right and again a healthy nation doesn't have the comorbidities that um, fatty bum bum uh, westerners
3: have uh yes that this is a completely different world when it comes to comorbidities Mm. and so and i even wrote a paper when i was looking at talking about wuhan epidemiology where i was talking about outliers and the importance of of looking at outliers because they can help they can help um either Kind of, they, they can add, they can strengthen something, your belief in something. Like they can strengthen the argument, or they can completely blow it out of the water. And in this case, this outlier, this is real. Japan is 130 million people, or or whatever. it, it, it a is few a few less now. <laughs> well, it's a very good population to look at data from because it's it's very homogenous it's very different than the united states very different
2: and if and- if they if they've got the east asian um protection which don't don't tell a japanese that they're the same as ching chong you'll get in trouble but uh the um there's, the the patterns are still here now again i will i will reiterate for people that are listening if you know that those oh, probabilities are stacking in a particular direction, okay? Plus, you add in the countermeasure. The threshold to use drops precipitously. It's why, it's why they, that these were the arguments of why they supposedly were so aggressive in stopping this type of um, warfare. It was a race to the bottom, and stupidly, Correct. after nine eleven, they've blazed a path to allow it to happen again. And what they did is they seeded it through, institu- uh, you know, universities and d- did it under sort of the guise of academia and um, the the glistening stethoscope of of medical research not weapons research but it was it was all just fig leaf disguise and again you see them you saw them steering the narrative towards one of um environmental um issues it this has come from uh the us human beings interacting with our environment through some sloppy reason or another or or greedy reason And you saw that was trying to be put in place. You saw that they were relying heavily on that. They still are. (laughs) They're still hoping that the majority of people are going to be fooled enough that they can either get away or hoard hoard their ill-gotten gains and, you know, suffer as fewer casualties as possible. And by well, go.
3: I mean, I do want to point out at this moment that that yours truly was one of the few human beings on the planet that was gathering the evidence and exposing what they were doing and blowing their narratives out of the water. And so this notion that somehow I'm being paid to, to support a narrative. First of all, I'm not getting paid. Um, so thanks JC for that. But this notion that somehow we're supporting the narrative when literally one of my main avenues of research has been exposing the scientific censorship and the scientific narrative manipulation. Um, in addition to you know the diffuse proposal and everything else and my watchmaker work
2: oh but you just you're just, you're just falling into the scooby-doo charles don't you get it
3: oh yes yes don't
2: can't you get it that you doing this is it's pulling the the narrative in the direction that they want to go which is that they can hold <laughs> her heads hostage forever because they can always um pull out another variant or another disease well that that Or exists. we can
3: expose or we can expose the fact that the way out of this is not is not to pretend that it doesn't exist. I mean, if if I can make a cogent argument as a non-scientist and show that, that there's transmission of this virus that you say is not transmissible or it can't burn, then then you're just wrong. And and They've said they've sat here and they've painted our arguments as if we're saying. They keep saying it that we believe that the virus killed a million Americans. No, that is not what we've said. We we said that the virus is a part of this. Mm. We said that there was a, hundreds of thousands of deaths that were iatrogenic. We don't know. We don't know the exact numbers of who was killed by the virus. They've banned and, they've who was burned and
2: buried over the evidence. <laughs>
3: But, <laughs> that's the... but the point is is that the existence of the virus doesn't mean that gain of function work is justified the existence of the virus and the fact that it is gain of function work it needs to be exposed because otherwise they will continue to do it
2: yeah yeah it's the complete <laughs> like inverse is... of what they what they're trying to argue it's literally the inverse of what yeah. they're arguing yeah and <laughs> Um, again, I would, I would just say, you know, if you want to get conspiratorial, um, look that there's far closer association when you're going around saying, uh, even if it's George Webb saying, um, or bragging about associations with Mossad or or admiration for Mossad or, uh, Cooey wearing a Mossad t-shirt, etc. um,
3: yeah when you're when you're trying to sustain a narrative against evidence Mm. then you're not then that makes you suspicious
2: yeah 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 i mean
3: why so we should be asking the question why are they trying to support this narrative Mm.
2: that that can that can literally it doesn't take much i mean literally for people who are i guess you know, I know people come and listen because we'll break down stuff and try to look at evidence, etc. And, you know, the uh, the competent scientists should be able to look at data and make predictions about which way the data should go. CUI's um, made no predictions, except for the fact that we shouldn't be seeing this data that we're seeing right now. It's impossible. Um, and... I I would I would say that the evidence is not in his favour by by listening to it believe, believing it I guess there's a sense of belief um uh the you've got to find out who seems most credible to you and um Jay is in a look if he managed to square away a position with CHD literally after stabbing Charles in the back uh, because what he was hanging about with me you know what could have just could have just kept quiet that <laughs> said anything could've. he could
3: have <laughs> and instead
2: don't know who that was <laughs> but <And> no <laughs> it was like t- it was like uh, kids to teach oh he did this he did that he did this and um yeah well, attack,
3: so attacking my integrity,
2: hmm.
3: attacking my integrity when I'm going to, uh, you know, testify under oath. Um, when you attack a marine's integrity, I take that personal. And you know what? The problem is, is that Jay will never, Jay will never show this slide on his stream and try to explain it.
2: He'll well, never go it, 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 it's the he'll default never go to the it. has to be vaccines. It has to be vaccines in this case. Well, maybe it is. But, right, the, but he
3: won't. But he, he'll, he'll, never show, he'll never expose his audience to this slide right here. Mm-hmm. He'll never try to explain it. He'll never try to explain the paper that we showed mm-hmm. or all the other papers that we've showed. Mm-hmm. He's, he's never like we did an excellent breakdown in our last stream together. Boom, boom, boom write down his arguments and blew them away and the two prior streams to that when it was just you you were annihilating him Mm. absolutely with the science Mm. and the problem is is that his audience
2: now jay's jay's getting people in the chat jay's getting uh, he's got position with children's health defense and so right now he as long as he's going to stick to the line of um vaccines bad and um intramuscular vaccination is a, a terrible infliction upon our children which i think there's a lot it's of true. evidence that there has been substantial harms but you know the social contract was that the, the the benefits outweighed the risks in in this particular instance but you know the, the problem is that the us had a insane policy in place and they had that, that it, it's a consequence, again, of their biological warfare um, industry. They kept vaccines rolling and going when there was pushback in the 80s, right? And they literally crafted the uh, indemnity clauses that allowed, if it's, if it's for children.
3: 1986. Yeah.
2: Then they can, they can get away with it or, or they and can they- continue to push it.
3: Well, and then they went out of their way during the pandemic. Like that was the entire point was they used that mechanism and the, whether, you know, whether they started the pandemic or not, it was clear that the point of the public health system was to indemnify this new technology. And like, that's, that's just obvious. Like, The entire point was to get it to the stage where they could vaccinate billions of people with no consequence.
2: Uh, Right. Look, man, you think I'd drag my ass into this chair, sit through painful fucking ass and back, right? Because um, I'm doing everything. I, I do it because there's support there for me. Okay and I know that people value what it is that I'm doing such that you know what they were complaining about people putting stuff behind paywalls et etc i haven't put I never put stuff behind paywalls every bit of support um I say yeah. say thank you to and um and i I appreciate that and particularly when when stepping out and wrestling with such a monstrous demon that we are dealing with whether at the implementation level of the weapon itself to the organizations behind it that would use it. Um, of course, that is a motivating factor to, <laughs> if there was no donos, it was just me prattling into a camera, I'd stop real fucking quick, right? i got better things to do with my time instead of, you know, I could put more energy and time into my kids i could do i could do plenty more around the house with the little bit of energy that i do have but i've been sitting here for three years calling out the scientific fraud and incompetence that i'm seeing and we've been seeing a fucking shit ton come from the cooey web nexus of kulak nexus at the moment and like i say they're um jibes and jabs um they were talking about people were writing, um, trying to uh, split him and Mark apart. I, Mark wrote to me, and I wrote back to Mark, and I will show people what I said, okay? And it's exactly what I say on stream, okay? There's no conspiracy here, okay? And I thank Mark for sending me his... Um, timeline just see so i won't i won't put what mark has written um i respond yes it was great i always enjoy seeing control get dunked on the buyer gun never gets old thank you for the timeline as well that is useful not that i think malone is an innocent bystander having emerged from the bio swamp but is there a published manuscript where malone is specifically pushing remdenzivir rather than it just being part of the study protocols in which formatidine was being trialed also, Mark, I'm telling you as a friend, Jay has got much of his biology wrong. It's too easily dismissed with basic biology. Why do you think we can track other seasonal coronaviruses, OC43, HKU, HKU1, etc.? The idea of a hot background makes no sense. If it were possible to deflect and say SARS-CoV-2 or an ancestor was circulating, those pushing for a zoonotic origin would have pushed it hard. There is also the pathophysiology, especially neurological, from those that weren't hospitalized. There is no way you could fake the same data coming from multiple places around the world showing the same anatomical and biochemical markers. Why don't we have a call off air and discuss the evidence to hand? And instead, we we got, or what I saw, was um, a passive-aggressive, feminized bitch response in their spiral video where, yeah, they're gunning for Cottrell, but um, Cottrell is fucking small fry, fucking dipshit, piccolino, Literally a literal mini man, <laughs> with delusions to fucking grandeur. Okay, um, why you would be wasting precious clock cycles on him, I do not know. Except except for comedic content, I grant you that that's worth doing. But the uh, and the same with the same with web. Right. Once I found out Webb was involved in the shutdown of Charleston Port because he was claiming that there was a WMD coming through, whatever it was, linked to some Saudi shipping um, container. And uh, I, I sort of put my distance. Now, look, I will listen to George. Right. And I'll listen to most people. I'll still probably listen to Mark um, when he's doing deep dives onto um, individual people. But fucking clowns like Catrell, that is there. For fucking comedic value, bro <laughs> it's just uh the hat and glasses didn't come off now maybe maybe there's something to the positioning um oh what's his name cullen John Cullen saying that it's nineteen eighteen flu going around um which I've ha- also attacked yes
3: on uh, numerous levels saying i've I've spoken like like I've had numerous threads where, where where he's come on to like my threads with his crap
2: and i've i would say this though john if you want to come on and uh debate debate the marine and uh absolutely I
3: thought, like i would love to debate i think yeah. that he i i think that he's intelligent i think that his his las vegas um shooter theory is is interesting and worth investigating i think that his his flu hypothesis is wrong. And I have reasons for that. And I've shared some of them with him. And he's never really responded directly to any of the evidence that I provided. And so, but I would I would love to debate him. I, I mean, I would love to debate JC. And we have asked JC to come on this this it program. Conspicuously
2: just like he keeps do. running and just saying, and, and playing a Pied Piper role. Exactly. And, um literally literally a man child. His room looks like a fucking teenager's room with fucking skateboards and fucking
3: well, look, I, I, don't, I I don't want I don't want to make fun of JC. <laughs> no, I do. Because because I met him, I mean you met him in person too, but but I met him and I like I'm shocked because he he has taken the fact that I came to his house, the fact that I was invited to his house and spun it as if I just randomly showed up with my family and then randomly, despite showing up randomly, I ate dinner at his house two days in a row and he invited us to stay in his basement before we came. But um, he spun that as if I only showed up at his door with this narrative that I wanted to push, like it, um, that, that hurts because, because it's ridiculous and he knows it, but he doesn't have the balls to, to, because it doesn't support his narrative.
2: Yeah. The bitch made. It's disgusting. Bitch made. And, um, yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, that's the (laughs) least of the things, but, but I, but I respected his intelligence and I came to him because, because I trusted him and I thought that he was a person whom I could trust. And instead he took that and he shot all over it. Mm. Now I don't want to sit here and make fun of him, but he, he, he did some things that you're, that you just don't do. And yeah. he doesn't have the balls to come up here and he, and it's be and I know why, because I know the truth, and he doesn't want to face me, not even in in this format, because he knows what he did, yeah, so you yeah. know, and I know what he did, and Kevin yeah. knows what he did because yeah. he's because he saw some of it like as it happened, yeah, he yeah. saw yeah. the stuff yeah. that wasn't made public. So he doesn't have the balls to do this, and instead he's sitting here constructing a narrative. So it's only natural for us to question: Okay, why is he? Why is he fighting for this narrative so hard? Mm-hmm. These are the same tactics that the Zunati with proximal origin. Mm-hmm. So why is he willing to to keep attacking people on our own side and distracting from the actual evidence? Mm-hmm. That's the question that I want to know.
2: Well, wow. <laughs> we can just wait for the next uh, Giga Spiral, dish.
3: <laughs> yeah, because he's not—he's not going not to come on here.
2: No.
3: He—he's already rejected um, doing a debate, even moderated by someone else. Yeah. He refuses to debate.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So, so the only thing that I can assume is that he's afraid of his narrative getting exposed
2: and look we we we're, we're stepping into a world where um the google are um they're essentially stepping up the censorship right they're, they're, I was looking at the um oh, did i save the I think i did but um they're essentially going all out on trying to shut down Alternative media sources or sources of information except yep. the authoritative trusted news initiative corporation um, line and he's deploying exactly the same tactics and people people you should always be suspicious of anyone who will not step into the ring and defend their position against what should be um well, you know, at best gentlemanly opposition versus the, um, well, what it could be. And well, I mean,
3: even the no virus people are willing to debate.
2: Oh, yeah, that's, that's a, a little point worth uh, bringing up. Let me just see if I can find that, right? So, again, um, this is just, uh, yeah, here it is. Um, for that 35 minutes right i don't think I, i don't think i took the screen grab but i remember 35 minutes
3: i have no idea what you're talking about
2: we should probably explain so he he basically said that the no virus people refused to debate him and there was someone in his chat that said that's not true they invited you to debate but he refused Right, and yep. I want to say it was thirty five minutes into whatever the stream where he's saying that we're um we're part of some um orchestrated conspiracy to tell you that uh the warfare isn't real
3: <laughs> well, I mean, we keep showing on like when we stream, we show evidence. And as new evidence comes out, we keep showing it. What did we do in this stream? We showed Japanese statistics that have been updated up through August of 2023. We showed a, a brand new study that came out August 9th that, that Christy found. Um, we're showing actual evidence that continually supports what we're talking about. And what is he showing on his stream? He, he's showing the same thing that he's been showing for months. And instead of looking at the science, he's spending all of his time attacking other people, mm. and and he's not even like he's not even doing a good job of of attacking the people. He's he's just making up shit. I mean, literally, literally, almost everything that he said about me was false, mm. um, and a lot of it was that he just he couldn't possibly have known. And he's sitting here making claims about me and about other people um, to try and paint us as something that we're not.
4: Mm.
3: But what he's not doing is addressing the science that comes out. And you have continued to do that. Walter has continued to do that. Joanna, uh, Dorless Carp, Maples, Jicky,
4: mm.
3: uh, Christy, all of these people are, are Kevin McKernan. Yeah, all of yeah these that's people- another one but apparently now
2: uh kevin is is and again the turnaround right, and, and on kevin is he attacking
3: is... they are attacking all of those people mm. who are actually showing the actual evidence
2: mm.
3: while continuing to spout this narrative and offering up the same crappy evidence that doesn't really
2: you know anybody. mythology but again um it's it's a child's like th- understanding um Oh it should yeah. it should work this way it's always going to work this way. <laughs> a 1990 a
3: 1997 documentary about HeLa cells. Okay. Well it's great. I watched it. He he Mark said watch this prior to the time we were supposed to talk to George Webb. And what did I do? I listened to it as I was walking through the streets of Nagoya. Mm. And I didn't learn anything new because I already knew about HeLa cells. I knew about the origin. I knew about Henrietta Lacks and how they'd abused her stuff. Okay, well, that's great. What does that have to do with SARS-CoV-2? Where's the evidence for that? It turns out that uh, Kevin McKernan has done a lot of work, and he's not seeing these HeLa cells. It turns out that Christy Grace used to, used to do biotech projects with lipid nanoparticles and plasmids and understands this, and she was able to easily explain to me like how a they could test for it, b the hela cells would never get in there, and even if they did, they wouldn't cause what they're claiming that they cause. Mm. Those are actual experts who know what they're talking about, and what's what and what's happening. They're being attacked. their Their persons are being attacked. They're going back to to try to find, you know,
2: Got like your their mind. parents'
3: histories and shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um look for all the historical interest that looking at these networks has um got to deal with the here and now, and um the data keeps supporting what we've been contending right from the beginning, and that position has had to evolve as well, like i say if i'd if I was sitting here three and a half years ago saying t- t- talking." as trying to be as objective as possible about bio-warfare being used en masse, I I would have been dismissing that person and um, walking, again, I would have had to have walked through the data, but as the data has emerged, right, from the position that there's a, there's a synthetic origin to SARS, which means that there's all kinds of implementations of this technology that we are only just beginning to get a handle on that we don't know how that i mean you can you can go some towards predicting it i imagine a lot of server farm time gets devoted to that but the uh,
3: kevin is all science published no no there you go Is all bioweapons science published? No. So trying to to attack the science, but pretending that everything is in the literature is absolutely ridiculous. And the virologists know it.
2: So there's a question in the chat. Would the SV40 in the jab cause the turbo cancer? So let's be very specific here. There is a short segment from SV40 that doesn't appear to be the full sequence. It's part of a plasmid. that's a circular piece of DNA. It's put into it because it's known to favor the expression products that are downstream from it. Now, um, could it still be carcinogenic, potentially, I would, I would, my suspicion right now would fall on the nuclear localization signal around the furin cleavage site. And that's still getting deployed on mass. Well, the,
3: so the SV40 is present and we know that it is, but A, it's not the entire virus and B, when you talk about the plasmids and and the mRNA inside the lipid nanoparticles, there are so many other. It, 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 there's so many other things that that are known to to be carcinogenic. I don't I, I don't want to carcinogenic. I, I feel like isn't like the best word, but but they're known that are much better answers. And it, there's multiple different. It's a multifactorial thing a lot of different things could be doing the turbo cancer and the SV40 promoter itself is probably not.
2: And look, I've, I've saw data the other day where where someone was claiming that cancers have gone down. Right. And (laughs) (laughs) this is is, um, what I saw. I wish I could, I I should have bookmarked the tweet, but um, look, there's, there's contentious evidence on either side going backwards and forwards um and you know the it comes down to you know what what feels like it has the most validity to it and that's 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 basically the best you can do right that, you know when you're you're going to be in situations where there are you're feeling you're feeling your way around and you've got to you've got to decide um What what route you take next? Um, Viruses aren't real is not a viable proposition. RNA infectious clones are non-infective or burn out too quickly. I don't think the data supports that. And you're not talking about a normal coronavirus in this instance and i wouldn't trust anything from virology right now post 2019 that much is sure that is a broken discipline right now that's a discipline that's crashed and fucking burned as they they took the money and um gorged themselves on it and now here we are no one trusts a word that comes out of their mouths um there's many a doctor who has blown their reputation by following the party line and not doing the um, the right thing, which is to, to be circumspect and also maintain a degree of, I don't want to say, like motivation to keep looking at data, right? You're in a complex, evolving, whatever you want to call it, a matrix of gigawank dimensions and um, energies from top to bottom, all oscillating and vibrating and doing everything. And you're sitting in a little meat puppet um, looking at um, interpreted signals coming in through your senses. Whatever, Wherever you find yourself on that spectrum, you've got to think where you put your foot next. And
3: I love your description. Um... <laughs>
2: It's Beautiful.
3: It, it's so, such an inspiring message. <laughs> um, well, look, so, so here's an example. So I posted once again, a link to my, to my worthless Excel spreadsheet, <clears throat> as JC says. And it's uh, I posted it like an hour ago and it's got, well, two hours ago. It's got 165 likes, 43 bookmarks, 130 reposts, and um, you know, so 4,351 views. And guess what? There's a whole bunch of responses saying, "Oh yeah, this is great." And guess what? There is also uh, there's there's the obligatory all junk, fake science. Is there's no such thing as a virus. It's been vax bioweapons the whole time for decades. And that's what they say. Okay. Well, that is a narrative. When people come at you and just repeat the same stupid bullshit over and over again, but don't provide evidence. That's, it's called a narrative. Two weeks ago, I got into this, uh, like this discussion. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll entertain this. Sh- show me some evidence. And the no virus people showed me a journal from a doctor, like a personal diary from a doctor from 1885 that like got published later on that said that he uh like literally sprinkled smallpox everywhere and nobody got it <laughs> okay well i mean the, uh, not that i want to say that that's not exactly evidence-based medicine not that i <laughs> think that not that i think that <laughs> evidence i think you should go sprinkling smallpox everywhere,
2: everywhere but right. um...
3: i mean I, I think that um i think that if that's what you've got If that's what you've got is a personal diary from 1885, then it's insufficient. And don't come at me as a historian with a personal diary and say, "Oh, well, we should question all of virology because this personal diary of this doctor from 1885 uh, with unknown provenance. Oh, well, he said that he sprinkled some smallpox everywhere and nobody got it. Okay, well, that's great." but that's literally what they told me. They didn't have anything else. No. So so guess what? I was not convinced. I was not convinced by that.
2: Yeah, and it it takes time for people to trust you, right? It takes time for people to trust you and your what should be your own scientific <laughs> discipline, you sit you know, it's incumbent upon you to produce a body of work, you do, you know, you should <laughs> um and a lot of people, you know, they struggle with that and or they they get well nepotistic type boosting, which is a problem i admit in in the scientific domain, but the thing is you're you're always looking for competence, and in some instance, your competence may be of extreme value, such that you get um diverted from the proper philosophical basis for doing the science in the first place. And that's potentially what we've seen is a corruption of the sciences for sure in virology. This doesn't mean all virologists are scum sucking filth, um, but there's a whole bunch right now that we, we can look at that we know are outright narrative playing Lying and not engaging um, honestly or appropriately with the public who look to them for expert advice. We know this. And, you know, the how you go about solving that problem. Um, look, my way was to make stupid memes and call people names. Um,
3: <laughs> well, you know, it's not the way to solve the problem, Is a counter narrative because you if you're going to play this game you have to come with the evidence that's like like that's why we're we're doing this grand jury stuff because we want to drag them into the courtroom so that way they have to show their evidence they have to show their hand and and we can show our hand and we know that we're going to win if we get into that situation because we have the actual science and data and evidence And they don't. So what we can't do, what we absolutely must not do is stoop to their level and only use narrative. That's a a political tactic, but you're not gonna win that way.
2: So JWFX says yesterday on Fox News, they ran a story about increased risk of early dementia due to Canadian wildfires and pollution. (laughs) Sounds a bit preemptive now. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Look. Um, Oh my god
2: They're gonna fucking gaslight you in every way possible to make sure that that signal gets hidden Right and of course it's (laughs) Canadian wildfires Wow Like we haven't we haven't evolved sitting around uh, Canadian wildfires
3: are contributing to to early onset of neurodegenerative conditions
2: Wow Wow.
3: Oh that's impressive
2: (laughs) Wow um, and that's on
3: fox news like
2: that's yeah. uh yeah. yeah wow um I don't, I don't know what to say to that um again you just got to be um you essentially you're kind of on your own right with a sensor suite that's oh, all right and you you're you're tuning in to different think of this like radar frequencies on one particular channel you can get uh, Giga spiral, right? And on another, you can listen to myself and Charles, right? And one look, one could be a nonsense signal, right? And that they do that all the time. That's electronic warfare, right? Trying to just spoof you and and your mind and consciousness. And um, you know, all, all I can do is just bring the Scientific mm. analysis that I'm trained to do when I'm not posting stupid memes and they're not stupid; they're hilarious. But um, for me, <laughs> it works well. But I think they're good. <laughs> but I mean,
3: what they're attacking you with is not science. So why should we? Why should we treat it as science?
4: Mm.
3: We shouldn't we shouldn't dignify that what we should, what we should stick to is the evidence and, and memes, because memes are.
2: They're essential memes tool are in this day and age. Look, they're, it, it, they're an
3: essential tool, but the bottom line is, is that all they have is, is a meme. They have this meme about this idea and they they've, they've wrapped rimdesivir up as, as the end all be all. When this problem is so much bigger, and so we can't win that way We're, it's a it's a race to the bottom you you'll never win in, in a deal with a devil you'll never
2: no, you won't and um I just want to someone's put videos of floods in japan there i mean there was there was a Tornado um a typhoon. That's yeah. no, a typhoon, sorry. Um uh, it's getting late. I should wrap it I up. I mean
3: there there was a lot of rain here, but it's we were we were on the edges of it, so
2: yeah, it wasn't um No, I've seen the rivers like that around here. Um there's a reason why the banks are so steep and yeah um <laughs> why uh you know you don't see they don't build on floodplains. No, the the bigger issue right now with uh, with that, I would argue, is probably more mudslides and shit. Um, but well, they
3: don't build on floodplains except for the Kanto plane where they built the largest city on the planet.
2: Oh yeah, that the, uh, right Yokohama. In the and... zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that began liquefying, but uh, um, you know, they engineered their way out of that fucker.
3: <laughs> I, I've been amazed. I've been amazed. Like, um, and it, it's it makes it even more hilarious when when we're sitting here talking, we're we're having to argue if a virus can spread. And here, the Japanese have created an, an artificial island.
4: Mm.
3: It's earthquake proof for an airfield, so, mm. you, so that way they can have an, an airport. But and it survives like incredibly well, uh, despite having been man made yeah. in an earthquake zone. Like the the fact that with with
2: one of the largest, I want to say the largest quake ever recorded.
3: (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And, and here we are and we're talking about, okay, can viruses spread or are they even real? And everything revolves around a single, everything revolves around Robert Malone and a single, um, medical countermeasure Mm. as if, as if, as if there's no other context,
2: Oh okay, so thank you. Thank you for the donate. Same for more Dan Beans. Uh Ormando as well. Um you're all you're all heroes as far as I'm concerned. Thank you for the support. Um it is it is a lot of work um doing this. And um lowly work. Um I really wish I could influence uh, whole countries. <laughs> I mean I well, will be sitting what, with been, the two same broken pinters behind me. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh
3: it's been it's been awesome to be here because just having two people in the same fight at the same time in the same place has been really, really nice. Mm. And and we're able to like during the typhoon, I was spending a lot of time over at, at Kevin's house and and we're just able to discuss and, and swap ideas and watch all these things. And it's so much easier. And this, 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 this is why they wanted to divide us because they didn't want us to have these situations where we could connect and, and, and figure out all these answers. And so when we see people who are, who are, shooting each other in the backs instead of shooting at the enemy um we have to address it we we can't we can't just let it go because it's like like there's there's so few of us to begin with so why would we be attacking each other They're about to step up
2: the game again. Like they're putting in place Google. Well, Google was already fucked, but (laughs) they've made they're making it official right now. And so the next time um, that they try and pull something like this, and again, I'm I'm looking very suspiciously at Borton down at the moment, and uh,
3: I can't imagine why. I trust the British, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, not that Sunak isn't like how really, dare you sir straight, straight from the wef how dare you he's a fine uh, british <laughs> english dog i mean britain is gone yeah it's
2: yeah. just gone look man i'm i'm feeling i've got a feeling uh the us is going to struggle pulling out of that nosedive it's in um when you when you see uh-huh. how broken the mental psyche has become right and, it's uh
3: it's gonna be culture shock when I go back to, in in a few days. Yeah. It's gonna be culture shock. I can already tell. Like, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna look around and say, "Holy shit!" Because once you once you've gone to Japan, you can't go back. Like, it's like <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what is gonna happen, but but I'm never gonna look at it the same way again because
2: <laughs> I got sloppy, dude. <laughs> Quikoni says, I'm failing to see what JC can positively bring to CHD. They can't know he attacks half their contributors. Right, I mean, <laughs> Wait. It, uh, it's mind-blowing to me. <laughs> Dafta says, uh, Quikoni, he's got some pretty fancy PowerPoint skills and he's good for their ESG
3: score. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Oh, we also ticks the Native American box or something. So. Well,
2: you know, that long hair. He knows what he does with his wife's underpants. Um.
3: <laughs> oh, ESG score has gone.
2: Getting... <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I want to play my new uh, okay. my new stinger for all those that... Uh, you got a new one? Yes, I have. Are you, are you watching? Um... I showed you it already, but uh, for those that haven't for those that supported the doc today Is it this one? Oh please tell me it's this one. I'm getting uh I'm getting all uh performance anxiety. If you sma- performance anxiety. <laughs> no!
4: what
3: the <laughs> it's
2: got the. <this>. Uh, <laughs> What's the dog cooking? It's <laughs> just all the signs with all the. <laughs> oh man, that's some skills right there. It's just sweet fromage um, creation.
3: <laughs> He's done good work. I can't see it though, so.
2: <laughs> you can't? uh. I'll share the screen for you, just for you. <laughs> okay, oh, good. it won't come up on the screen.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like,
2: yeah, it, it won't come up on the screen. It's only if you're watching oh, wow. the stream. Well,
3: actually, part of it is I'm. I'm a little behind. Let me click back to live. Yeah, I'm not seeing any... I don't know. I don't. I'll, see any I'll, any I'll trigger
2: stream. again because it's just so good. <laughs> if you
3: smile, someone's telling me to. What the fuck is coming? cheap. Good. Actually, I've already found a house. <laughs>
2: Sorry, you were talking. I played the meme again.
3: <laughs> oh, there we go. Now I see it. That's really good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this yesterday. Yeah, That is fucking great. Um, I mean, it's it's terrible. <laughs> I got to add my disclaimer in so I can run for office again someday.
2: <laughs> All right, dude. I think we should call it nights 3 a.m um signs are a great touch man have me pissing myself laughing
3: <laughs> yeah it's really good it's it's almost as it's way more entertaining and actually more realistic than than the infectious clone hypothesis. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man look, so i'm glad i'm glad we, we we can end on on something closer to reality
2: yeah i guess um look yeah, look, I'm done for this I'll go in the call. It's just that's enough. we I'll maybe. Uh, I don't. Know. I'm. I'm conscious of Charles' time. Just delving into that giga spiral and um, watching it. I'll. I'll watch it just for fucking shits and giggles. <laughs> but um, we actually did some use with that um, spiral without actually even having to play it. I should change the title of the stream because we. We actually touched on some important issues, which is um, race-based. Oh, I don't know. Again. Well, uh, we we,
3: we touched on science.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a hard topic to um, talk around. And, you know, you can, the language that they're using in that paper is very, very circumspect. In what they're what they're saying, but if you know how to read it, um, it's yeah.
3: I mean, they're 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 being very careful, but the but the bottom line is is that um, it it either matters, or it doesn't, mm. and it and in JC's world, it doesn't matter. Mm. So, but in the science in the real world, we're seeing the evidence that it does matter,
2: mm. and we need to know that's that's the simple we need to know yeah the the, the proper experiments need doing and um you know i don't know the people who are on that study again you would have to hope that some structure is still functioning within the sciences that they are somewhat competent and trustworthy at what they're doing i mean it, it may be look You've got to look through it at the lens of maybe it's... Because they're saying East Asian, it's, uh, it's a prelude to pointing at the, at the Chinese and ramping up um, the, uh, the anti, as it were. And um, I should probably see if... I want to say it was from Brazil. Yeah, it's French.
3: Will it ever be safe again to lick public toilet seats, or have we seen the best of it?
2: Um, I don't hmm. know. In this this day and age, I, I would. I I think their chance of being able to pull off what they did in the last three years would would come with such resistance, with unless there's the real. It would have to be something, so overwhelming that the public essentially is left with what's left of the public is left with no choice um and
3: yeah they can't do this again i don't,
2: i don't, they're, they're don't, trying to
3: they're trying to figure out right now what they're going to do because they know that they know that they can't play i think they wanted to do h5n1 flu but I think they realize they know they can't get away with it without people knowing it's a lab origin. So it um it complicates their you know, their their strategy. I mean, could they do it anyway? Sure they could, but they won't be able to just steamroll everybody into compliance like like they did this time.
2: Yeah. I think,
3: I think... I disagree with Jay in that instance. I I think that they can't pull this same shit again mm. because people know. Mm.
2: Well, because of <laughs> there has been some resistance to it. And um but <laughs> the argument that you would just um you can ignore this type of uh, weaponry is a naive one. It doesn't it's not going to um, it doesn't hold. That's the problem. And the um again, look I've I did my part of my PhD in France, right? They're not um incompetence. Lazy maybe. Um <laughs> No not lazy, just obstinate. <clears throat> obstinate French. But they I'm I'm inclined just, to, just at just a first pass over that paper um, to say yeah it's probably had some it's gone through the forging process I, I mean in like the steel not not forging the data but I mean um, in the back and forth to steel sharpening steel to get it where they were. Um, publishing in what was it nature
3: well yes but and and this is where i'm going to say something and uh, it's going to sound ridiculous i know but uh uh i know more about bioweapons than jc does Mm. so Mm. um and sorry i just do and this and this paper and the other like evidence that we've been discussing in recent streams uh it points towards bioweapons it doesn't point towards uh infectious clones that can't spread
2: and and theatrics and again just for just for clarity as we finished you know um guns out all for rendemsevere um i get it people will want to put they will say, that was what did me, or caused the injury. Um, you've got you've to pull out data that refutes this, not um, subjective reports right now. And so, um, I'm, like I say, I'm not, any, anything to do, any biology, any pharmacy, anything to do with this whole bioweapons landscape, do your best to stay away from. Again, I don't think the message has changed there. Midgate exposure. Know that you're probably in a minefield and um yep. led the Marine to lead the way. <laughs> Charge, Rixie. Go <laughs> Well,
3: um <clears throat> I made an I swore an oath. I don't know if JC knows what that mean, what those are, but but I swore an oath to defend the constitution and uh I still i keep to that oath I'm not I'm not on active duty anymore but um but I still believe in that I still believe that oaths are important I still believe that honor and courage is important and so I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing because yeah, I, I, I,
2: I'll tell you this Bruce, Just we'll, we'll crawl out the fucking rubble and go after them right but I think the, the whales are thrashing around right and we're little fucking minnows right just trying to get through and we can sort of aggregate together a little bit and um maybe feel the pressure changes in the in the medium uh, well i'm not
3: a minnow, a minnow. <laughs> yeah yeah but...
2: compared to us state all, department bro <laughs> all it
3: takes is
2: all,
3: all it takes is a couple of marines getting together and we can solve this problem yeah
2: that that i'm sure of i've got faith in that i've got faith in that but uh it may be uh long a longer harder slog than um just getting to a grand jury um well it, i'm here
3: for, i'm I'm here until it's over
2: same same yeah someone says be like the baby in kev's intro yeah um righteous baby rage <laughs> grow up grow one up one. into a Your yeah. face then <laughs> that's right all right Dave. i'm gonna hang yep. up get to bed it easy brother it's time yeah. All right there you go folks uh, uh, awesome stream um, I didn't post uh, the paper I will post it right now um, for the genetic uh, how shall we say um, did that work oh shit no, I didn't need to do that did that go into chat yes okay so there's the link um, if you want to pull it up and um yeah it's a significant data point that one and uh do with it as you please right i'm out of here take care thank you for those that watched and supported the stream it's uh much much appreciated you have no idea and uh yeah i'll see you in the next one probably have another giga spiral between then and now take it easy folks god bless
1: right you don't know how angry i am you do, I'm Like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers! I'm fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing. Fuck these chapters. No fucking vaccine or MIA or oh. ever flow
4: through my fucking blood blood. Never! No. I'm fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking f- bees and my fucking
0: forefathers and my fucking lineage all that I five. this guy. technically
4: sure, boom